This is All India Radio, Whispers of the Wind. All India Radio, in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar, presents science serial, Whispers of the Wind, based on understanding and managing climate change and global warming. Let's listen to the episode number 49, titled Climate Change Adaptation and Adjustment. What a beautiful scene. There is greenery all around and it goes as far as I can see. Yes, my daughter. That's why we are here. And this is the scenic beauty of Himachal that attracts tourists to enjoy it to fullest. Yes, yes, Vasudha. The nature gives an immense peace of mind, not only to you and me, but to all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But Papa, uh, what you are saying, I think it is not true for everyone. Arab, I don't get you. Papa, you told us na, that there are lots of apple orchards in Himachal Pradesh. Correct. But here we are seeing only pomegranates and aru farms. <laughs> yes, Arab. I remembered. When we visited this place 10 years ago, there were apple farms and orchards here and there. Only apple orchards. That was the reason what I told you. Hmm. Uh, Papa, let's talk to that person who is working there in the farm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come. Yeah, yeah come, uh, come. Namaste ji. Uh, namaste. We are from Delhi. Uh, my name is Prakash. And uh, your name? My name is Suman ji. Uh, okay. Uh, last time when we visited this place, uh, there were lots of apple farms. Surprised to know that apple orchards are missing. Now there are only orchards of other fruits like uh, pomegranates. Babuji, what you are saying is true. In those days, the production of apple was bumper and we were earning lots. But with the passage of time, apple production went down and it was becoming difficult for us to sustain our lives on apple farming. Okay. That is why we started farming of new crops like pomegranate and kiwi fruits. This is the reason for all these changes, huh? Yes, yes, yes. At a height of about 1200 to 1800 meters, you will find all these crops. This is very common in Kullu, Shimla and Mandi districts. Farmers are now adopting mixed crop patterns and growing vegetables along with apples. At low altitude of about 1000 to 1200 meters, farmers are cultivating and growing kiwi and pomegranate. But auntie, why all these changes? Baba, hmm? uh, we don't know much about it. Some agricultural scientist from uh, University, huh, GB Panth University of Agriculture and Technology Sciences visited this area. Oh. They were talking about climate change. Hmm. Even winters are not so severe now and are not conducive for apple orchards. <laughs> what a surprise! Change in weather. But how is it happening? My son, my son, this is all due to climate change. Papa, do you know on Daily Science, a program was telecast on climate change. It was all about the glaciers, how and why they are melting. Some species are on the verge of extinction. Crops production is declining and happening of unusual seasonal incidents. Now such things are very common and we can link them to 
climate change right baby ji the scientist who visited our villages suggested us to grow crops which are more productive and can sustain change in climate united nation has defined it a process how to design new strategies to face the changes it can be at any stage that is from individual to national and even at international level oh babu ji we don't know much about it we grow crops as per weather uh, you are right uh, but now we would like to take your permission uh, goodbye uh, namaste and uh, namaste babu ji you are all welcome here uh, thank you thank you anjali uh, come come bye auntie bye, bye. come on let's go to the hotel now all works are pending you know mm-hmm. and we have to prepare for tomorrow program oh my god what a fresh and cool breeze is blowing very refreshing <laughs> yes didi we shall enjoy lord in dehradun <laughs> ah, i remember yunus uncle will be there let's proceed huh <laughs> well dr yunus is a busy man he rarely visits delhi since he joined forest research institute well Finally the wait is over tomorrow we shall be with Yunus uncle bye bye himachal bye <laughs> <laughs> okay come on let's go now okay so tell me how was your trip to kullu manali I hope you have enjoyed a lot. Yes uncle it was fantastic. We enjoyed a lot no doubt. Hmm uh, but uncle we failed to see any apple orchards. <laughs> That was very sad. You are right. You know due to climate change apple orchards are disappearing from fields in Kullu Manali. Mm. Children you must have your breakfast now. You can also chat at the breakfast table. <laughs> okay auntie. Auntie I remember your sweet simaiya and the desi chowmin wow <laughs> it's so tasty you know oh, mm. I do remember <laughs> yes yes auntie i like biryani prepared by yunus uncle too i remember greatly yeah. mm. now we understand why you always talk about uncle and auntie hmm? <laughs> <laughs> by the way papa i was thinking our country is very peculiar one can find deserts as well as frozen glaciers yes dear india's diversity is very unique and peculiar and this is our strength mm. and you know owing to this diversity we have to plan strategies in different ways from time to time i mean you can't apply the same yardsticks for himalayan region western coastal regions northeastern states or for other coastal regions We have to adopt different strategies for different regions. If one has to visit Himalayan region, he has to carry warm clothes. And if he wants to visit Rajasthan desert, then he has to carry light clothes. Am I right? You are always right, my dear daughter. Similarly, to tackle the problem of global warming and climate change, we have to adopt different strategies from different regions. Where there is scarcity of water, we have to grow crops which requires less water. In water access region we have to cultivate such crops which can sustain high moisture high precipitation and high humidity similarly in hot humid regions one has to plan to protect himself from mosquito generated diseases 
and in cold regions, protection from viral diseases is needed. Coastal areas have their own problems and they too need special attention. Ooh, so much work. Yeah. I'd rather be a chameleon. Oh. <laughs> and change myself according to the situation. <laughs> you know, children, to face the impact of climate change and to adopt according to needs, many steps are taken at different stages. Hmm. But Eunice, here one thing is to be noted. Hmm? During the planning phase, we have to work hard to face the situation. Hmm. The most important thing is to protect our forests. Trees and forests are important carbon sinks. They absorb carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and store it. Zenith, you are very much correct. And you know, forests are the most efficient and cheap sources to reduce carbon and help us to tackle the problem of climate change. Hmm. Oh, forests are friends. <laughs> yes, Anjali, you are very much right. Forest plantation covers about uh, 2,640 lakh hectares of land. And do you know this thing? They absorb about 1.5 gigatons of carbon from the atmosphere. And not only this, they can also help us to preserve our environment and reduce the risk of climate change. Yes, Professor. If we have to escape from the problem of climate change, then we have to plant more trees and more afforestation, both in urban as well as in rural areas. Mm. You're right, Mr. Prakash. Simultaneously, we have to keep in mind the principle of forest management. Efficient forest management helps us to preserve the ecosystems. And sustainable forest management helps us to fight the problem of climate change. And you know, it also helps the forest dwellers and tribal people to acclimatize as per need. Yes, efficient forest management also helps us in sustainable development. It plays important roles in food security, poverty elimination and sustainable development and in efficient land use. We should not only protect our forests to tackle the problem of climate change, but also for other purposes such as to increase net production and the conservation of soil, water and natural resources. Mm. It is also helpful in the conservation of biodiversity, management of social cultural services, livelihood of the people and in poverty elimination. So, Papa, I think this means forests are our lifelines. Mm. Yeah, yes. Not only for human beings, but they are equally important for other living organisms too. India is amongst the 12 countries that have unique biodiversities and occupies important place among the hotspot of the world. Yes, Babiji. We have different kinds of forest cover like Himalayan forest, hot desert forest, mangrove forest and autumn forest. <laughs> In short, we have 16 kinds of forests and 221 types of forest covers. 221 types of forest? <laughs> yes! Wow! What a great diversity! <laughs> Arab, in the Global Forest Resource Assessment Report of 2010, mm -hmm. our country is at the 10th place. According to Forest Report of 2017, the forest cover in India is 24.4% of the total land area. 24.4? Yes. We have 17% of the world population and 18% of animals population. 
whereas our land area is only 2.4% of the world wow and also prakash keeping the importance of forest in mind we have very good policy on forest management forest have been put in seventh schedule of our constitution both central government and state governments are empowered to enact laws on forests basically the principle of forest management in india is governed by the concept of stabilization and conservation we have started the process of forest plantation during the 70s plantation is encouraged at the community level and our government has taken many initiatives for tree plantation and you know children your auntie has adopted a very basic concept of tree plantation ha huh. she plants one tree on the birthday of any of our family member that's <laughs> oh, really wow. great yeah, and nice. and do you know your uncle takes care of the rest of the years <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> well bhai sahab you're doing a great job hmm thank you and you know there is a very good news according to forest research institute Carbon sink in our country has rose to 592 million tons from 1994 to 2004 professor hmm? due to reforestation and forest replenishment the level of carbon dioxide absorption rises hmm. hmm and you know prakash it all depends on geographical area of the country and deforestation soil erosion they cause depletion in carbon storage they increase the greenhouse gases and it also increases the risk of environmental aspects and socio economic factors afforestation is very helpful in soil conservation and topsoil protection yeah and it may be the reason that forests are worshiped in our culture both at uh, national and international level bhabhi ji the importance of afforestation is well recognized in climate change policies too are framed accordingly uncle i have read a newspaper about ipcc what is this can you please tell us sure anjali This is an international body to tackle and monitor global warming and climate change and it is known as Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Oh. It is working under the United Nation. And do you know Anjali IPCC it was set up in 1988 and many steps were initiated to tackle the problem of climate change and global warming since then. The first success was achieved in Kyoto during 1997. हाँ, आंटी, डस क्योटो प्रोटोकॉल आल्सो रिलेट टू क्लाइमेट चेंज? यस माय सन, क्योटो प्रोटोकॉल इज रिलेटेड टू एन इंटरनेशनल एग्रीमेंट ऑन क्लाइमेट चेंज एंड ग्लोबल वार्मिंग। इट इज पॉपुलरली नोन एस यूनाइटेड नेशंस फ्रेमवर्क ऑन क्लाइमेट चेंज दैट फिक्सेस द लिमिट ऑन द रिलीज ऑफ It was adopted in Kyoto city of Japan on 11 December 1997. It was implemented from 16th February 2005 onwards. Kyoto protocol cover and limit the release of six greenhouse gases such as carbon dioxide, methane, nitrous oxide, hydrofluorocarbon, perfluorocarbon and sulfur hexafluoride mm. and you know in december 2015 an important and historical agreement was signed in paris in this historical international agreement it was decided to control the rise of temperature up to 2 degrees celsius by the end of the century and by the end of november 2017 about 170 countries had signed this convention uncle hmm? 
There are so many conferences, summits and meetings on global warming and climate change. Then why this international convention? Yes. See Anjali, it is different from all other summits or conferences. It defines and gives a target to all partner countries to limit the release of greenhouse gases, particularly carbon dioxide gas, and the action taken to stop deforestation. Countries are advised to initiate action to limit the release of greenhouse gases. It was an historical agreement. There is great change in the ways the member countries are thinking now. You need not agree with one and all. Countries set their own target and initiate necessary steps to achieve that target. Hope it brings change with the passage of time. Hmm. India is a party to Paris Agreement. This is very important as we are amongst the biggest party in the release of greenhouse gases. Hmm. We are just behind China, United States and European unions. India is amongst the first countries who signed the agreement and also took important steps to move the agenda further. I must say you are very much right Prakash. In 2002, India organized the meeting in Delhi on climate change. Most of the countries participated in that summit of United Nations Framework Convention and India stressed on a common declaration on global warming. Before signing the agreement, India initiated various steps how to reduce the release of greenhouse gases. And keeping this in mind, a national action plan on climate change came into existence in 2008. Attention was given on how to reduce the carbon level and what should be the long-term policies to achieve it. And you know, environment protection and adaptation with new circumstances were made part of National Action Plan on Climate Change. Eight national campaign missions have been initiated. Hmm. They are solar energy, energy efficiency, permanent habitat, water, protection of Himalayan ecosystem, afforestation, sustainable agriculture and climate change. Uncle, uncle, I think climate change is at the top of our attention. Indeed, Anjali. Along with climate change, attention is also given to adaptation and sustainability. Out of eight missions, four are related to renewable and recycling of resources, three are related to adjustment and adaptation, and one is related to knowledge. These missions show our determination to tackle climate change and global warming. And in the recent past, India has started many new projects to fight and tackle the problem of global warming. Some of them are Climate Change Action Plan, National Action Fund on Climate Change and the state-run projects. Hmm. And Zenith, hmm? what about your coffee? Oh, <laughs> I forgot. I think you should uh, ask Riaz to have a coffee uh, and some snack. <laughs> I think Riaz must be busy in the kitchen preparing tea and coffee. <laughs> Riaz? Yes, madam? What about the coffee and tea? <laughs> I'm coming, madam. Come in. <laughs> Riaz is more than a family member. He's very sensible. <laughs> yes. Here he is. <laughs> sir, sir, sir. Here is your coffee. <laughs> and you know, I've also prepared some French toast and snacks. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> wow, French toast. <laughs> Where is my toast? Yes. These all look very attractive and yummy, yummy. <laughs> Riaz, now pour some tea and coffee in the cups at least. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Vasudha, you said it right. Riaz is just like a family member. You know, he can beat a five-star chef in food progression. <laughs> yeah. 
and i must say you are lucky to have such a person in your kitchen you know and we are missing all these arias yes sir can you accompany us to delhi huh? <laughs> <laughs> no sir no sir i can't leave zinat ma'am and you know sir <laughs> they have been so kind to me <laughs> but we will be equally kind yeah more than that <laughs> <laughs> Okay okay huh, what are we talking about <laughs> you know i think uh, we were talking about sustainable development in the himalayan region and a separate mission which was launched hmm uncle uh, what was that mission <laughs> see arav under this program local people are trained and panchayats are empowered by imparting suitable training programs on conservation of natural resources oh. in addition to this a national fund for climate change has been created Under this fund many programs have been initiated in the states of Rajasthan, Sikkim, Himachal Pradesh, Tamil Nadu, Mizoram, Manipur and Kerala. And wow. you know kids similarly the forest fire in Uttarakhand is creating great havoc in Himalayan region. The dry leaves create conducive conditions for forest fire. Local people are getting jobs under the scheme. What they do about the dry leaves? Look Anjali to protect forests from degradation and deforestation india got itself associated with the international reddd plus initiative financial assistance is given under this scheme yeah and forests are important carbon sink i think this initiative may be very helpful absolutely under reddd plus scheme carbon credit points are given in term of financial gain to the local communities for their green initiatives reddd architects are prepared at national and subnational level in short the whole nation is working as a single unit to reduce and control the emissions of carbon dioxide to make this world worth living and farmers are the most vulnerable to climate change according to uncc farming contributes about 25% of greenhouse gases emission This is mostly due to use of nitrous fertilizer, pesticides, synthetic weedicides and use of fossil fuel and the different modes of transportation. Organic farming can be of great help to curtail climate change. By adopting this technique, we can reduce the emissions of greenhouse gases up to 60%. And in India, Sikkim is the only state where 100% organic farming practices are in use. Wow. Other states are on the process to follow this practice. Indian Council of Agricultural Research has developed certain varieties of crops which can grow in desert areas and give good production. You know, new varieties of crops have been developed which mature much earlier. These are the some of the best examples of sustainable development. And Mr. Prakash, in many parts of the country, innovative ways of cropping have been designed. They have been developed at the local levels also. Poly house made of polythene is one such good example. It protects plants from excess exposure to heat. Under controlled conditions, crops and vegetable production can be increased up to double and triple times. Zinaji, safe and effective methods of insect control can also be adopted without harming our environment and crops. 
their solution can be safely sprayed on crops to protect them from insects yes it neither harm the soil nor the water or our ecosystem very correct prakash and you know farmers can use wire nets to catch harmful insects and one can protect crops from white beetles and other insects too uncle I think it is very similar to my mosquito net. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell about the various schemes that have been launched to tackle climate change? Why not Anjali? I think you have an interesting question. Do you know how we are going to preserve the orchards? For this many steps have been taken in the northeastern states. Through the in vitro process and tissue culture techniques about 5 lakh orchard plants have been developed in poly houses and you know bureau of energy efficiency has taken initiative to design the ways for states so as to categorize them under the energy efficiency category hmm. efforts taken by the states towards energy conservation and energy efficiency are taken into account and in the bay of manar in some parts of tamil nadu too long term initiatives have been taken to preserve the biodiversity and habitats of these regions and kids do you know even in chatisgarh steps have been taken to manage and conserve marshy lands and water bodies in meghalaya where there is water scarcity as you know steps have been taken to propagate plant varieties which can sustain the climate change uh, you know i would like to tell something here one thing is very interesting in punjab schemes have been taken to conserve and preserve animal husbandry wow what a great idea <laughs> Oh uh, professor Yunus but we failed to achieve the assigned target in most of the cases well uh, vasudha in a research conducted by the indian institute of technology guwahati and the indian institute of management indore it has been concluded that the reason is due to the lack of sufficient knowledge about the affected people the difficulty faced by them to understand the ways the mechanism suggested by the researchers and of course shortages of funds yeah even people participation is very important mm-hmm. yes vasudha bhavi ji you are right moreover we have to prepare and train our society to face the climate change you know preparedness and knowledge always pays <laughs> and some best examples are drip irrigation recycling of wastewater adoption of water harvesting technology and use of water resistant crop varieties and what are the other steps uh, we should always try to make our cities self sustaining i hope you agree with me you see we have to build a sufficient infrastructure to protect our coastal cities and finally what we have to look for are the initiatives that are to be taken during disaster management well in short what i understand can be summarized as climate change is the greatest challenge to living organisms it restrained our journey on the path of development through our common efforts we can successfully tackle this problem common efforts are needed to tackle it let's come together to fight the problem of climate change and to make this world worth living so let us all say in one voice let's come together to fight our own problem which is given by us and will be tackled by us <laughs>
Whispers of the Wind. You are listening to the 49th episode of the science serial produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar titled Climate Change Adaptation and Adjustment. This episode was written by Shri Navneet Kumar Gupta. Coordinators were Dr. Nakul Parashar and Dr. Birendra Kumar Tyagi. This episode was directed by Kajal Suri, presented by Dilip Jha and assisted by Neha Tak. Participants were Nikhil Diwan, Daksha Sharma, Manal Saeed, Rakshit Thaplyal, Gaurav Devgan, Mamta Malkani and Vatsla Khera. Hey listeners, please stay with us. Here are two questions for you. The lucky winners will get attractive prizes from Vigyan Prasar. The first question is, what is organic farming? And second question is, what are its benefits? You can send your answers by simple post. Our address is Science Serial, Whispers of the Wind, Director Vigyan Prasar, A50, Institutional Area, Sector 62, Noida, 201309. You can also write on our email ID. That is radio at vigyanprasar.gov.in. Please do write or mail us your full name, age, address and profession. If associated with Science Club, do let us know the membership of your club. If you have any query or question, don't hesitate to write to us. We'll be back again with the next episode of the science serial, Whispers of the Wind, same day, same time, next week. Till then, goodbye.